Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I might have stumbled upon a money-saving hack that everybody in the country can take advantage of starting right now. Well, times are tough, Dom. We're looking for ways to save a penny here, a penny there. (laughs) Now, I know that usually these money-saving hacks are saved for Tracy Grimshaw and A Current Affair. Yep, Koshy does a few. Koshy does does more than his fair share of money-saving hacks. You might also see a collection on BuzzFeed. Yeah, but what I will say is the one I have for you tonight is one that you have never seen before. I've never seen before anywhere. Mm. And I think this is revolutionary. Now, I, I saw somebody doing it uh, over the weekend with some friends. I think it's genius. My friends think it was a bit cheap. Okay. I want to run it by you in a few minutes' time, Zach. But all I'm saying is this could... I mean, are we in an economic crisis at the moment? Would always. You? always. I feel like times are tough. Times are always tough, right? This could yep. be the secret to you getting your first house. What could we <laughs> save? What could you save? Uh, I reckon you could save at least... How often do you have ice cream out? Me? Yeah. Once uh, once every two months? Okay, well, you could save about $5 every two months. Oh, jeez. Okay, (laughs) wow. (laughs) Stick around. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I might have stumbled upon an amazing money-saving hack that could save you up to uh, $10 every time you go out for ice cream. Well, every little bit counts. Every little bit counts. I mean, how if you have ice cream every day... That's, that's a lot of money. That's 70 bucks a week. I mean, you'll be you'll have a mortgage in no time. I mean, a deposit on a house in, in no time. <laughs> you see, the mortgage is the bad part. <laughs> that's the bad part. I'm still learning money. We're still working <laughs> on that. Um, so here's what I saw at a, at a Baskin-Robbins over the weekend. So, well, I was there with some friends. Now My mind is already racing <laughs> to where I think this person is going. Uh, now, I saw this when I was with some friends. I am of the opinion that this was genius. This is Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg levels of innovation. My friends thought it was a bit cheap. So, you know how at ice cream stores, they'll give you a free taste. That's exactly where I thought we were going. <laughs> the, the, the taste test spoons yeah. are due for a disruptor. So They're due oh. for an Uber <laughs> or an Airbnb to come in and someone to really take advantage of that system. Completely. So, you get given, it's kind of like uh, half a teaspoon, I guess, size. Mm. They'll give you that amount of a flavor you want to sample. The idea being, it's a taster. Do you want to commit to a full scoop of that flavor? Now, this person comes in, and I watch over 10 minutes one of the most amazing performances. <laughs> this was Oscar-worthy, Zach, as they really yes. played up that they hadn't yet made up their mind of what flavor they wanted. 17 flavors. I think everyone's had that dream. <laughs> they tried. They're like, could I just do all of them? Well, it was pretty close. They, they 17, is that everyone they had? Well, no, I think Baskin-Robbins is famous for having 31, 31? Flavors, something like that. Yeah. But no, they, they went through 17 flavors, and after each one, it was a, hmm, not quite sure. Can I try boysenberry? <laughs> and over what time period? It would have been at least 10, maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. This was a long performance. Yep. It was a. It, it really drew out a little so bit. So that's seventeen mouthfuls. Mm. Seventeen mouthfuls of ice cream. Do you know what that would add up to? Would that be a full serving? I reckon that's two scoops. <laughs> that, <laughs> well, all I'm saying is I got my own two scoops later, similar size spoon. Yeah. And I pushed that down at about twenty twenty one teaspoons full, right? So we're getting close to two scoops here. And not just two scoops of ice cream, but that's two scoops and they've had flavor, they've had all the flavors. They've had a buffet of flavors, right? Now here was the amazing part of the performance. After they had their 17th flavor, which was cookies and cream, they ended on. They said, hmm, on second thought, (laughs) 
I think I'm good. <laughs> Not for me today. <laughs> I'm actually, it's weird. I've, I've, uh, I'm actually quite full. I wouldn't be able to fit any more ice cream in. So they, they wandered out of the store and it just occurred to me, they've just received free dessert. Yeah. And what a dessert they've had. Here's mm. me stuck with my two flavors in a little cup mm. and they've just had all the flavors for free. I think if you're willing to do it, it's genius. Okay. However, yep. I can also understand someone saying that you're ripping <laughs> yep. them off because if everyone did that, they'd never make any money. Well, see, I kept talking about how this was that it, amazing that you could get all this ice cream for no cost. My friends were saying there was a cost and it was the social cost. Yeah. It was the cost of having to go through that. Oh, well, and but, the looks from the employees. Yeah. And they're probably groaning and they probably roll their eyes about but 15 in, I imagine. If you can steadfastly stay through that, the rewards are incredible. I have seen at ice cream shops before, mm. like a three sample maximum. Oh, we, okay. So some have cottoned on to yeah, this. Yeah. So some, right. some people know that it's going on <laughs> yeah, and they've well, put in rules to stop it. In saying that, if you target one particular street that has numerous ice cream shops, you could still get there. Yeah. There's one true. street at a holiday spot I used to go to that had five different ice cream spots in it. You can still get away with 15, 15 flavors. Yep. There's a big uh, chink in their armor there that Dom's <laughs> going to exploit next summer. <laughs> Look, I want to open this up. 131060. Is this cheap or is it genius? I can't decide. I'm personally still going on the genius side of it. Most people I tell uh, it to are telling me that they go on the cheap side. Are you tempted well, from I, seeing this person? Are I you like, maybe like, that's what I should do? I feel like if we got an overwhelming response of people saying it's genius, then yes, I would back myself to give it a go. Could you do the full 31? <laughs> What, without them stopping me? Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, this person did 17. Could you do 31? I could certainly give it a go. I mean, if that was the response we got on 131060, I'd certainly be open to giving this a go. But, I mean, maybe if we could hear as well from people who'd worked in ice cream parlours and, and if they've ever noticed anybody doing this. I guess I'd like to know, is an idea behind this cheap or genius? 131060. Uh, we have Caitlin on the Central Coast. Caitlin, what do you think? Hey, so I think it's genius maybe the first time around. Um, <laughs> I, actually, I actually worked in a frozen yogurt store who did the free samples. Yeah. And I had a woman who come, came in every single week <laughs> and tried all of the flavours on the free samples and I, then left. Okay, Caitlin, and uh, through this, obviously you as the employees know what she's doing because she's been there before. Is she upholding that there's a possibility that she might purchase one? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every time she's like, I'm going to get all these flavors. She's like, I'm going to bring my friends. Every time. Well, that's, I mean, I suppose that's the thing is, is you, it's not entirely a free exercise. You do need to invest in acting classes. Of course. You've really got to get your performance down pat before you head in there. It's amazing how people's plans seem to change towards the end of the (laughs) flavor list. That's it. Once you've tried them all, you really, you think there's better (laughs) options. Uh, Jason on 131060, cheap or genius, Jason? Genius, but also essential. Ah, sounds like you've done this before, Jason. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit of a culprit when it comes to this, but I think it, it is necessary to do. Um, why do you, why, what do you mean it's necessary? Well, I think it's, necess- it's two-part necessary. It's necessary from the consumer and from the business as well, because the consumer, if you're investing in an ice cream company and you want to potentially go back there in the future, you need to know what you're dealing with. You need to know what, uh, the, what the options are. Right, so, so you're, you're well, saying it's not enough to just taste one or two flavours. You need to be comprehensively across all of them. Look, and I think from a business perspective, they need to kind of allow that to happen and kind of just 
there might be a couple of tricksters that come in and do it, but they just really need to ride through it and think that it's um, okay because, you know, I might go, I might think that that's good sport. I might, I might go back to that ice cream place again just because they're good sport. Yeah. I'm okay. convinced. <laughs> well, I mean, I was not expecting someone <laughs> who was so literate in business no. terms to come on <laughs> and explain their point of view. Jason was one step a- a- away from having a PowerPoint and Excel yeah, spreadsheet. I thought I was in a marketing session. <laughs> was, I was totally on board. I mean, it, well, basically, Jason wasn't too far from saying that businesses should let him steal from them because he might come back and buy there in future. Yep. But in saying that, he said it very convincingly, so I'm completely on board. It's unanimous genius at this stage. Uh, Steve in Newcastle, cheap or genius, Steve? Absolutely genius, mate. Have you, have you ever done it, Steve, or are you just inspired <laughs> now? Oh, I'm so inspired. I'm definitely going to try it with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what? I'm a little bit worried now, Zach, that we might have started something this, this coming weekend at ice cream shops around the country. I mean, it would be... <laughs> The lowest end robbery that you can get. Usually when people rob banks, they're taking thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. They're not taking five cents at a time, yep. which is essentially what this robbery would be. <laughs> uh, last, we've got Jocelyn in Brisbane. Now, this is interesting. Jocelyn works at Baskin-Robbins, where this uh, this scheme took place. What are your thoughts, Jocelyn? Cheap or genius? It's totally genius, but people do it all the time. <laughs> what's the most, Jocelyn, what's the most that someone's done it. How many flavours? Have you seen past 15? Um, uh, probably about seven. Seven, okay. So, so, so 15 sounds like you witnessed an expert, Dom. <laughs> I think I might have just seen an amazing heist there. Jocelyn's only seen the, the amateur-grade samplers. But, okay, well, it, it's sounding like we've, we've touched on something which is much bigger than either of us initially thought here, Zach. Could you do the 31? Could you get away with Could you sample every flavour they have without them stopping you? And you know what? We've got to try this. And what we'll do is we can get people to place bets on how many flavours they think I might get through before before I get stopped. Before you get stopped. And if I can make the full 31, then I don't know what we do as a celebration. Free Mm. ice cream for the whole country. Are you eating them as you go? Or do you bring in a little cup? (laughs) And you're just adding them to your cup. We can work out the specifics, uh, but I guess what we're saying is that a, an ice cream shop around Australia will get, there's going to be a hit take place in the next few weeks. You are going to be, <laughs> on your quarterly report, you're going to be missing 31 samples <laughs> and they're going to be in Dom Faye's stomach. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Facebook Marketplace. Price is right. Dom, I've been through Facebook's version of Gumtree or mm. eBay Facebook Marketplace. Yep. I've found some things. You have to tell me mm. how much they're going for. If you can guess within a dollar of each of them, I will buy every single item for you. This week's theme mm. is fads or previous trends. Trends. Do we have an era in particular these trends come We're from? We're going to transcend era. Oh, great. So these are trends of all time. That's exciting. Our so first you, item. So in 10 years, fidget spinners might pop up in this. I've got fidget spinners on oh, this you, one. You got it in this one. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Already there. What have we got? Our first one is a sealed original 1997 gold Tamagotchi. Oh. What are they asking? So sealed, does this mean this tam- someone bought this Tamagotchi 20 years ago? Yep. Never opened it, just held on to it. Well, according to the description, the pull tab is still intact. That's impressive. Do you remember that? You had to pull out yeah. the pull tab tab. Start it going. So how much do you reckon a Tamagotchi set you back in the 90s? It would have to be under $20. I reckon 15 to 20 That's what I was going to say. And I reckon they've become very limited edition, especially an original one. I reckon we're looking at about $500. 
Ooh, get a couple for that amount. 145. Okay, that's a pretty good price, actually. I mean, I'd be tempted to look into it, but I uh, I think I'm not allowed to have any more Tamagotchis. <laughs> I did not treat the ones I had particularly well. I killed three of them, I think. You're not known well in the Tamagotchi <laughs> no. community. No, I'm not. I'm not a safe owner of Tamagotchi. They have Netflix series about you <laughs> as a mass murderer. <laughs> yep. No, did not have a good run with them. Okay, our next one is Pokemon-related. This is Pokemon First Edition PSA Booster Pack. It's a Charizard Booster Pack, never opened. What? Do you want to see a picture of it? Yeah, yeah. So, hang on. Is this Pokemon cards or like... Yeah, Pokemon cards. Right. Oh, wow. From the original, the first 150, I think. That takes me back. Those foil Pokemon cards that you get at the newsagent. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And Charizard was the... Yeah. Rarest of them, wasn't he? I, I'd imagine so. Oh, probably Mew or Mewtwo, I reckon. But Charizard wouldn't be far behind. I reckon that would have been three dollars or three fifty back then. However, Pokemon cards have risen like Bitcoin. What are they asking? Um, I reckon Pokemon cards. I'm going to say similar to what I said before, five hundred dollars. Oh, two thousand. Two thousand dollars. Oh my gosh. See, now, can I just say, if they told all... And obviously, this is the point that they didn't tell all of us. But if you knew back then that Pokemon cards would be worth this much, I, you would never have had to work again. The amount of Pokemon cards I had in my possession that I just threw out 15 years ago... Yeah, get to the dump, mate. Dig them up. <laughs> yeah, I would have been a millionaire, Zach. Our last one, you mentioned it earlier. Yeah. How much is fidget spinners going for on <laughs> Facebook Marketplace? Okay, is this a, uh, any kind of special edition fidget spinner or just a generic? Uh, not really. There's a number of different designs you can pick from. This person has a lot. I imagine they bulk bought during <laughs> the high times of fidget spinners about a year ago. They said to their partner, don't worry, honey, these will be big for years. So what do you reckon? With the Pokemon cards and with the Tamagotchis, we saw a sharp increase yes. in the value. Well, Pat- do you think fidget spinners have gone up in the last... Last year or decreased? <laughs> Maybe that's this person's thinking, that in 20 years, they will also be worth a lot more. Yeah. I do feel like right now, similar to Bitcoin, fidget spinners are bottoming They're out. They're at a low point. <laughs> I, think, I think if you look at their stock index, they're certainly getting near the bottom. So what are they asking? Well, I bought a fidget spinner for $15, I think, at the height. Yeah. I reckon that fidget spinner is $5.50. Oh, it, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. It was $2, been yeah. slashed to $1. <laughs> Oh I imagine gosh. because of lack of demand. <laughs> and there is no way. That's got to be cheaper than cost price, I reckon. <laughs> They're losing money on them. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. The Voice is back on TV this week, Zach. They're in the blind auditions, uh, which anyone who's watched the show would know. They're in the big spinning chairs where they can't see the singer. If they like their voice... They hit the button, they turn around, they're on their team. Dom explains the voice. Dom explains- our brand new segment. Well, do you reckon it's at the stage where everyone knows the voice by now? I think we're getting pretty close <laughs> to everyone understanding the concept, yeah. Well, for the last couple who didn't know, I'm glad I've been able to help out. The point is, mum uh, at home recently, my mum Judy, was talking about the voice. And she revealed a secret to me, which I did not know. I did not realise this is how she enjoyed watching the voice. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So, I'm imagining where this is going. So my mum has a swivel chair. Yep. <laughs> she likes to pretend that she's a judge. Is that correct? Yeah. So she likes to because she thinks that you should enjoy watching the blind auditions like the judges do and just judge them off their voice. Oh. So she turns around on her swivel so chair. So hang on, hang on. Is she bringing a swivel chair into the lounge room? Is it like the voice is on, I better go get the office chair? <laughs> Look, I'm not sure. As I think about it, there is no swivel chair in the lounge room, so she must be. She must be YA. 
She must be getting, I think she might get my dad to lift it in, right? So dad brings in the swivel chair. <laughs> Mum sits down, presses play and turns around. Is your dad watching just on the couch? <laughs> I think he might be. <laughs> so dad's on the couch. Mum's turned around in a swivel chair. And if she hears a voice she likes, yeah. she'll turn around. Otherwise, like the judges do, she turns around at the end. Yeah. Disappointed. Just, disappointed to see who it is. Now, I will say, from what I can gather from my conversations with mum, she's a tough judge. She's only, she I, doesn't turn around she much. She doesn't turn her chair around much at all. But she, what is she holding out for? Because the people <laughs> on the show, the judges, yeah. they only have a certain mm. number of spots on their team. But Judy can turn around <laughs> for as many as she wants. I wonder if she's marketing herself to be on the show. Do you know what I mean? Because they change judges every year. Joe Jonas yeah. is new this year. And I mean, Keith Urban, Seal, Judy Faye. <laughs> The titans of the industry. And maybe she wants to be like the, the Dicko, like was Australian Idol. You know, the oh, harsher harsh. judge. Oh, Judy never turns her chair around. However, I do have a sneaking suspicion after chatting to dad. Mum has, there's a running joke in the family. Mum regularly falls asleep in front of the TV at night. <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion the reason she's not turning her chair around. She's falling asleep. because <laughs> she's falling asleep. Now, if they put her on the show yeah. and she's in one of those big red chairs and someone comes out hoping to fulfill their music dream on The Voice, oh, I couldn't get Judy Faye to turn around. She turns around half asleep. You I'm, never see that of Delta, do you? No, I think it would be deflating. I, <laughs> I really think if Delta turned around and she's in pyjamas with slippers <laughs> on, you're probably a bit crushed. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Turn a song into a segment. Dom, we feel like the songs don't do enough work on the radio. That's why we feel we can mm. get one of the latest hits, yep. change a couple of words and turn it from a song into a radio segment. And tonight we've got this one from Keith Urban. With a little bit of work, we've turned it into a driving masterpiece. That's right. On mm. 131060, we're celebrating parallel parks. Have you done yes. an awesome park tonight and you feel like you didn't get the credit you deserve? Uh, it's the most nerve-wracking part of driving parallel parking, Zach, especially if it's a really tight spot. And when you make it into one, you often look around hoping for some praise, hoping for some acknowledgement, and you just never get it. You never. Get, I honestly, I remember the first time I nailed a parallel park after getting my license. I called my parents. Yeah. I called mum well, and dad. you should. I think you have to absolutely think I should. feel like there should be a reporter. Yes. Just roaming the roads, looking for people nailing parallel parks to do a post-park interview. That's <laughs> pretty good. Where <laughs> you just talk about the preparation oh. you did. Yep. Here's an idea. What about, you know how sometimes you come back to your car and you see like a fine on the windowsill, right? Oh, it's yep. not on the windowsill, under the, the wiper. What if they just put gold stars as well? Come back to a gold star or a fine. Gold star, you nailed this park. Mitchell, have you hey. nailed a parallel park? Just now the parallel park reversed in between two cars with a tandem trailer on the back of me. Oh, that is high difficulty. I, re- I would say that is getting pretty close to a, a 7 or an 8 out of 10 in difficulty. Mitchell, was it edgy at all or did you make it in comfortably? First try inside the lines. Oh, Mitchell, and there's no adjustments? No adjustments necessary. That's wow. unbelievable. Okay, Mitchell. well, I mean, we're talking to a pro on the show tonight. That's just exciting. Uh, we've got Jared on thirteen ten sixty. Jared, tell us about your parallel park. Okay, so about 20, 20 minutes ago, I uh, reversed parked my 18-wheeler in between uh, two trucks. Uh, didn't have to set myself, so she was perfectly in the lines and didn't move forward, didn't move back, just nailed it. Wow. 
Jared, I think, would be going to the Olympics of parallel parking. <laughs> That's pretty good. Which how yeah. the Commonwealth Games didn't have this included. <laughs> that should have been the Australian. The sports, you know, sometimes no sometimes they'll have an event. That's specific for that country. That should have been the Australian event. Jared, can I ask, in the big truck, is that a skill? Can all truckers just now that first go, or do you think you're particularly good? Oh, look, mate, all truck drivers are really, really good at their job, so yep. not knocking any other truckies, but yep. takes a bit of experience, mate, you know, years and years behind the wheel, but once you're a truckie for life, mate, you can do it any day of the year. That's yeah. that. I imagine that's a badge you get. Yeah, I reckon when, so. When you're as good as Jared and you can nail that <laughs> parallel park in one hit... Yep. You're, you looked pretty high in the trucking community. <laughs> well, look, it's a big celebration, Zach. If everyone around the country tonight nailing parallel parks, and I think Keith Urban will be proud of what his song has ended up as tonight, a way to celebrate Jared. I feel his like truck. that Keith will come out and say, I missed an opportunity. <laughs> That's what it should have been about. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Taylor Swift loves hearing the Mr. Whippy van go past. That's the most fun that I ever, ever have, is when I'm in that moment. That's my favourite sound in the world. Also, Oprah doesn't understand the Game of Thrones storyline. It is really difficult for me to wrap my brain around what all of that really means. And Donald Trump is worried for anyone in a room with him after he's eaten spicy food. Talking about tremendous potential loss of lives. Numbers that nobody's ever even contemplated. Never thought of. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google history. Dom, you can learn so much about someone by what they search on the internet. Mm. That's why each week we go through your Google searches and you have to explain why you Googled or what you Googled. Okay, I'm a little worried this week in particular because you've told me one of them could get me into trouble um, with the law. Well, let's say we'll get to that one third. <laughs> okay, great. Our Suspended. first one was searched Thursday at 2.09 a.m. Is my dog grateful that I took him for a walk? <laughs> Hard to tell. I'm not sure if your dog's filing a report. No, okay, well. <laughs> Well, generally, I'm not the one who takes Bobby for a walk. Generally, Dad does that in the family. Um, but the other day, I, he looked at me. It was late afternoon. He, he looked like he'd like a walk. And I thought, you know what? I What's got... the look of, I want a walk? Oh, like he walks over to you. He barks a little bit. He jumps around. And I'm like, he's asking for one. And you know what? I've got 30 minutes free. I'll take him for a walk. And then we got back to the house. And he just went back to oh. bed. Yeah, see, he just, got what he wanted. He yeah, used well, you. <laughs> so just, and I'm, you just feel like you got taken advantage of, do you? I feel like I got taken for a walk, <laughs> to be honest. No, I genuinely was looking at him and I'm like, did that mean anything to you? Hmm. Do you are, are you like, at the end of the day, are you sitting there, Bobby, and you're being like, well, that was really lovely of Dom to spare time to take me today, or have you forgotten it already? Is that a serious question? I was really wondering. Anyway, turns out probably didn't really register no. <laughs> that much. However, they did say that if you do kind things to your dog, specifically you, over a long period of time, they'll come to favour you. Yeah, but so. you want results now. <laughs> you want to see results after one walk. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. it. Seems like you've been thinking about animals' behaviour quite a lot lately because your okay. next search is about that as well. Yep. Tuesday at 2.43pm. What do ants think about humans? <laughs> I'm not sure if Ants do much thinking full stop. <laughs> oh, that was this afternoon. I remember that one. We were, <laughs> I was waiting to come down. We had a meeting here at the radio station. And I was sitting down having a flavoured milk. 
Um, and there was just an ant on the seat next to me. And it just was standing still. Yeah. Do ants sit or and they stand? And did you think, is that ant grateful that I'm sitting next to it? <laughs> no, I, I was just wondering, as it looked up at me, I was like, what do you think right now? Because I know what I'm thinking about you. Yeah. Right? I'm thinking there's a small ant. You know, look yep. at look at it. I wonder what its day's got. Probably not much. Hmm. And but I wondered it looking at me, what its perspective of me would be. Well, how big is your brain? Um, oh, human size. Yeah, pretty big. Yeah. How big is the ant's brain? <laughs> okay. Also, how would they measure <laughs> what tiny little electrons that they're putting on that ant's brain? Well, no. This is what I found out. They're not really conscious beings or self-aware beings, at least ants. Oh, I, I, look, I guess if ants became self-aware, we probably have a bit of an apocalyptic saga, yeah. but, um, but no, I just, I was amazed to know that ants don't really think much. They just kind of get on with their business. So it's, uh, it's a good way to live. Yeah. No, they haven't written any big, uh, self-help books <laughs> that are of any note. <laughs> No poetry comes to mind written by ants. No, I just think the ant cultural scene is lacking. But it, look, I feel like I've learned a lot now about ants, but I felt a bit lonely on that seat because of it. <laughs> the last thing you Googled. Yeah. Monday at 12.30 a.m. Can you buy a fake uni degree? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you go to a doctor, Dom Fay, don't trust him. That degree is fake. Okay, well, hold on. This was only partially for my own purposes. I just, I, you know, you see this happen in movies or TV shows every now and then. Like the character will buy a fake degree or there's a joke about you bought your degree. Yeah. I wondered how easy it was actually to do, right? Because I reckon if you applied for most jobs and made up a university and said that you had this bachelor from that university, they would, do they check? Uh, I think probably rarely. I reckon they rarely. I mean, maybe if you're going to be like a surgeon or something, they might check that one that you know what you're doing. But a general job. Yeah. I was like, I reckon you could just make it up. Like a journalist or something like something that. Would like they that. check if you had a journalism degree? I don't reckon they're calling the uni and saying, hey, is this one legit? So I was wondering how hard it would be to look into it. I found a website, Zach. <laughs> oh, this sounds, this sounds sus. $20 fake degrees. Yeah. Just give you the certificate. But can you put in mm. where you want it from? Uh, like from this university no, so and we'll make it look like this or is it just generic? It's like a made up university. Oh, well, what? I'm, I'm sure Google, <laughs> I'm sure Microsoft <laughs> Word has a template that's like a fake degree. So you're saying they're not going to buy my degree from the University of Smart People? Is that what it was? <laughs> Something like oh, that. No, well, that's not fooling anyone. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. One of the more disgusting stories around lately Zach, is around these um, these hand dryers in bathrooms that you're meant to put your hands in kind of like a toaster, I guess, and it shoots air and it's meant to dry out your hands quicker. I've never liked those, Dom. Yeah. Well, look, I'd say they overtook the old conventional hand dryers about five, six years ago in many bathrooms. And apparently the story's come out that they have been sucking in uh, fecal matter in the air of bathrooms. Yep. And shooting the poo back onto your hands. Okay, well, <laughs> that's the opposite of what they're meant to be doing. Oh. They're meant to be cleaning your hands. Yes, you, you certainly I think a lot of people have been reconsidering their use of these hand dryers since the story came out. Because honestly, you'd be better off almost not using them on these news stories. <laughs> yeah. However, I have had a sick feeling in my gut since I made a realisation not too long ago about these hand dryers. <laughs> so, so wait, you heard yeah. this story and it reminded you... Yeah. Of what? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know I bring a water bottle into the show every night. Oh, no. 
Yeah. Now, I I told you um, that I was worried I wasn't adequately cleaning my, my metal water bottle every night, that I was worried it could have some bacteria in it and that might make me sick. So I Googled uh, tips on how to, basically tips on how to keep your water bottle clean. Yeah. And one of them said, make sure it's dry. After each time you've used it, before the next day, make sure it's as dry as it can be. That's a good way to keep it clean and keep yourself hygienic. So every night for a fair while after the show, I have tipped the excess water out of my water bottle and gone into our bathroom here at the radio station and used <laughs> the hand dryer. On my water bottle, hoping, and the whole time thinking, how hygienic is this? Cleaning my water bottle. Wait, wait, wait. But <laughs> what, why did you ever think it was hygienic to take? Yeah. Like, would you drink a coffee in a public toilet? Well, okay. You raise many good points that I should have thought of. Like, taking, but, even just taking it in there, I wouldn't feel like was a good environment to take your water bottle. I ass- let alone yeah. using one of the toilet apparatus. <laughs> To clean, so you put the water bottle through the hand dryer. Yeah, you put it through the hand dryer to just try to dry it out completely. So but it's, it's not, but yeah. it's the inside yeah. of the water bottle that you need to yeah, dry. Yeah, so I'm trying to get the air inside. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm try- I take the lid off and I try to get the air inside the water bottle so yeah. it completely dries it out inside. That's That was my thinking. So how did you feel about the news story that the air being pushed out is full of fecal well, matter? I've, I've been drinking poo. I think it's pretty close, pretty safe to say at this stage mm. that what I thought was making my water bottle a more hygienic practice, yeah. what was making me a healthier, more active living person and increasing my daily intake of water has meant that I have been drinking the poo of the employees of this radio station. Did you feel like you would ever say the <laughs> sentence, I've been drinking poo? <laughs> well, when, when you set out to become an adult, you hope... <laughs> That you never have to utter those words. But well, here's Dom, yep. 24 years of age. Mm. You didn't make it that far into adulthood without having to say the words. Uh, I mean, look, uh, priority one on my to-do list now, I'll have to get a new water bottle. Now that I know this story's out there, I'm starting to feel ill right now. I just think, I'm sure I should, I'm fine. Why don't you I? do this? Why don't you put yeah. it in the toilet bowl, flush, yes. that will give it a good clean, <laughs> following the logic you've already followed. <laughs> Look, I'm still alive, so it can't be that bad. And that's my theory for most of my life. Uh, that is all we've got time for on the show tonight. I certainly won't be going through my usual water bottle cleaning process after the show. If you want to hear the full thing back, search for Collecting Out on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. And I will see you tomorrow at 10. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.